Yo, today's QOD is no one can do you better than you. Here we go. Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. It's Throwback Thursday, and we are turning back that clock all the way to episode number 452 and our featured speaker, Lisa Nichols. Today, Lisa is talking about how abundant thinkers think. Here's Lisa. Abundant thinkers keep themselves in a constant state of cognitive dissonance. Write that down. Abundant thinkers keep themselves in a constant state, a constant state of cognitive dissonance. You're creative, spell it any way you want. Now, what is cognitive dissonance? Cognitive dissonance is when you have literally thought about a version of yourself that you're not currently living right now. Meaning the thought that you have of yourself, your behaviors are not congruent with. So your mind becomes disrupted. Your mind says, wait a minute, you're seeing me here, but my behaviors aren't here. And when you keep yourself in a constant state, your mind begins to influence your behaviors to be congruent with your thought. Ooh, next level. Cognitive dissonance. Abundant thinkers. That's why he went out to the ocean. That's why he's up on stage, because constantly seeing himself further than what his behaviors want to really do. And then when he does it, now I got that down. Constantly. Now it's being grateful for your now. Yes, yes? Yes, yes. Being grateful for your now, but clearly seeing where you're going and not resting until you get there. Yes, yes? And then becoming abundant thinkers live in non-negotiable. Average thinkers live in optional. Mm. Average thinkers live, I really would love to have a new business, but your behaviors are not congruent with what you say you would love. When you move from optional to non-negotiable, you slid, you've slid every other option off the table. I was interviewed 155 times in five months. And the number one question I was asked was, Lisa, how did you go from public assistance to going public? How did you go from welfare to Wall Street? How did you build a multi-million dollar business? How did you do it? And I look, I said, I just slid every other option off the table. Like I really did. I slid every other option off the table. There was no other option. Burn the ship. Burn the ships. Don't go back. There was no, there was no other option. I didn't, even, I didn't even have a plan B. It's A, capital A, or baby damn A. But it's A. It's now or later, but I'm going to get it. Once you get to that place, something happens. The universe aligns with you because you're so intentional. I was in an investor meeting, and I was raising capital for my first company, motivating the teen spirit. And one of the investors in the room, prospective investors, he raised his hand, and I'm telling him, I'm going to do this. And this is back 15, 16, 17 years ago. I had no evidence. How many of y'all are right there? You have an idea, but you have no evidence of what you was coming forward. Right, right. So I'm talking to you. I had no evidence in the world what I was going to produce. None. But I'm on fire. And you know, your, your passion is, can be contagious. And I, because I, I believed it. Like, you got to believe you. You got to be your cheerleader like nobody else is going to be your cheerleader. 
and I'm telling him about what I was going to do. And he said, you know, my wife and I don't have children. We've decided consciously not to have children. We don't even know if we like children. He said, but somehow I believe you're going to do this. And I feel like it's my social responsibility to just help you because you're on fire. He said, so I'm going to invest $25,000 in your company. He said, and I don't even know if I want to call it an investment because you just seem so on fire. I just, I, I feel like I just want to give it to you. I said, well, can I get that in writing? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and so when you're on fire for you, you teach the world how to be on fire for you. Abundant thinkers, abundant thinkers stop asking permission. Abundant thinkers give notice. Abundant thinkers stop wondering if the world's going to approve of me. Abundant thinkers just do them. No one can do you better than you. No one. No one can sing to your rhythm. No one can dance. No one can move. No one has your tone. No one has your vibration. No one can do you better than you. The best gift you can give us is the best version of you ever. And when you master that, you don't have to master anyone else. Just master you. I've heard from so many people, so many television studios, oh my God, you're the next Oprah. I said, I said, yeah, I said, listen, if you want me to do Oprah, I will undoubtedly 100% of the time fail you. But if you're ever interested, I do a damn good Lisa Nichols. I'm just saying, I, I got her down. So when you master you and people are going to choose you, they're going to choose you based on watching you do you. They're going to choose you not based on the fact that you've never been knocked down. They're going to choose you based on the gracefulness that you get up with. So don't avoid failure. Wear failure well. Abundant thinkers, this is your next point. Abundant thinkers fail. Just write that down. Abundant thinkers fail. <laughs> we fail. Why? Because we risk more. We're putting more out there. I risk so much, I drive everyone crazy around me because I risk. Abundant thinkers fail. But write this down. Abundant thinkers only fail forward. We only fail forward. We always look at what are the two things that I did right and what are the three things that I could improve upon. And we let that improvement inform our future. See, when, you, when something doesn't work the way you want it and you fail, fail, you're afraid to leap again. That's because you didn't pull the lesson out of it. So it, it is just a failure if you don't put a lesson out. It's just a failure. When you have that relationship that didn't end the way you wanted, if you don't pull out all the value that they gave you, all the lessons that you learned, all the joy that you had, and you look at just the fact that you broke up, then the relationship did really break up. But other than that, it's just two people who work complete with one another. Yes, yes? Y'all yes, yes. should see the way y'all looking at me like this. Like, oh, she is intense. Ajit didn't tell us about this. He did not prepare us for her. <laughs> and she off the stage. This is not authorized. She, she all down in front of us. Right. No one wrote the rules. There are no rules. Like, I'm, I'm always out here because this is where I want to be. I don't care about a stage. They know when they invite me. Do you, Lisa? Do you? Don't read the handbook. That handbook is not your business. That handbook can't have you in it. 
Write your own damn handbook, right? Who cares? No one can give the world what you can give the world the way you give the world you. No one. All right, my friend, that was Lisa Nichols. Her website is motivatingthemasses.com. If you want to watch today's entire talk, it's about an hour long and you will find it on the YouTube. It is called Stepping Into Your Purpose by Lisa Nichols. That's it for me. I will see you tomorrow with our Finance Friday episode of the Quote of the Day Show. See you then. Peace. Peace.